Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 237, recorded live on New Year's Eve, Saturday, December 31st, 2011. All right, so should we actually finish this up in under sure. two hours? What is the uh, random topic? The random topic to finish out the year. What would you do if there was no Google? As I um, well, we, got we that from my Gmail account, my Google email. Is- we wouldn't be able to do what we do. <laughs> As I posted that into a Google Docs spreadsheet to keep track of all the random topics. Wait, wait. Okay, I got it. I got it. If there were no Google, yes. what, would, what would I do? Yes. Be rolling in piles and piles of money because I would go and invent Google. But, but I'd find a couple people from North Campus back at U of M and say, guys, we're, we're pretty smart and the internet's out there and... We can actually profit off of this. Okay. Hole in your completely um, loophole there. How is that different than Yahoo, than Ask, than Lycos, than Dogpile, than all of the other search engines that people thought that actually came out before Google? And we don't hear anything. Lycos. Yeah, whatever happened to Lycos? (laughs) That's an excellent question. (laughs) I made really good commercials. Ask Jeeves turned into just ask. ask. And who pays attention to ask anymore? Yahoo people pay attention more so for their original content rather than their searches. Yeah, I, I actually just use Yahoo for like Yahoo News. Yeah. Yahoo Sports. Speaking of which, tomorrow, Packers versus the Lions. Oh, I can't believe the Lions are going to be in the playoffs. Lions will probably win tomorrow, too, because I'm expecting the Packers to play, like, third string. Because they don't want to keep anybody. They don't want anyone injured. They're, they've already secured home field advantage. They really did? I, I'm almost certain. Did they win? They won this week, yeah. So they've secured home field advantage. Let's see. NFL playoff race. They've got the bye week and home field advantage. Huh. So, yeah, I expect Packers to play, like, second, third, fourth string. And just not care. The perfect season is gone already. Well, what's really funny, though, is if um, Detroit's fifth seed, so if they win their first playoff game and New Orleans wins theirs, that means Detroit will have the lowest seed and therefore get Green Bay in Green Bay's first game at Green Bay. Yep. Just play you guys? (laughs) Well, we played you guys in November and we played you guys on Thanksgiving. It it was the first game. It was the Thanksgiving game and it was the last game. (laughs) And now... At least I think it was the first game. We'd have to play you guys again? I mean, come on! This is just getting a little ridiculous. Green Bay. Uh, No, they didn't play Green Bay until Thanksgiving. Okay. So, yeah, the first game was against Tampa Bay. And Green Bay's first game was New Orleans. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so they they would play three times in the year. See, this is the problem I have with the, the, the two leagues. In the sense that there will never, ever be a Super Bowl of Detroit versus Green Bay. Well, it's just like the fact there will never be a World Series of Yankees versus Red Sox. Right. And that's I, I think that's problematic. Where the top two teams should play rather right. than, you know... Then the top team from either side. Yeah. So they would have to basically set it up like March Madness? Mm-hmm. I could see it, but Which, man... The- I mean, for football, there's an issue with that. Yeah. That's a lot of football. 
And I understand basketball is a hard game, and it's very physically demanding. There's a reason they only play football once a week yeah, and then get a week off every so often. It's pretty bad. Like, it it, it hurts. I wonder if Detroit could actually get up to the fourth seed or the third seed. No, probably not. Standings. I don't know. They... The problem is they had started so well. Yeah. And then they just started losing again. Uh, no. They they can get to fourth seed in the NFC if Atlanta loses this week. But then New York Giants would drop down to fifth and it would be the same thing all over again. Why would the Giants drop down to the fifth? Because the, the Giants are currently ranked fourth. Really? I wonder why. Because they're tied with a bunch of other people. Well, by a bunch of other people, I mean tied with Dallas. Detroit should be the fourth seed right now. They're, they're the fourth highest in terms of wins. Yeah, it's so confusing, especially the whole bye week and the home field. And oh. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. And then and on the second is the Rose Bowl, and on the third is the Sugar Bowl. When's the Outback Bowl? Who cares? You don't care about watching MSU, even though MSU should be higher up bowl-wise than Michigan? They should be. In fact, MSU should be in the freaking Rose Bowl, but Wisconsin's kicker took a dive. <laughs> he did! Go watch that clip. His foot is hanging in the air for like 12 seconds. Well, maybe not 12, but for a long time. You should join the Rock Cats, for goodness sakes. Right. I like, it was just sick. It's like, la, 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 la. Oh, no, got hit. Granted, Michigan State's player had no right to be there. Yeah. No right whatsoever. Uh, Michigan State Outback Bowl is the second. Ah. At the same, nope, before the Rose Bowl. Sugar Bowl is Michigan versus Virginia Tech. So I, I found out, by the way, Denard Robinson mm-hmm. runs at a, he caps out at about 20 plus miles per hour. <laughs> he caps out at 20? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can barely bike at 20 miles per hour. <laughs> but the question, though, becomes is how long can, can he sustain it? Um, Granted, well, he doesn't need to, you know, sustain it more than 100 yards. He does, A, he doesn't need to sustain it more than 100 yards. B, he doesn't even need to sustain it that far. Because once he's got a lead on the other people, he can slow down to their speed. <sighs> so what were we talking about random topic-wise? Uh, Google. The force on his body on some of the, the starts and stops is approximately 3G. <laughs> Did you find out this information by Googling it? I did not. Oh. I found out this information because Google delivered it to me. Man, what would we do if there was no Google? We'd be... We'd, we'd use Yahoo. We'd Something have, would fill the gap. Yeah, we'd have to use, what, Hotmail? There are... No, there are other email services. There are other uh, aggregate readers, things like Google Reader. Um, there are other things that would fill these gaps. And in fact, for all we know, the world would be better without it. Do you think the world would be better without Google? I don't know. Google has done some really, really cool innovation. But oh, God, Google Plus time, came out this year. Uh, Shows how much we care. <laughs> As I said, Google's done some really good innovation, but at the same time, maybe these companies would have done more and better without it. You know, Google's this, it, it, it's kind of this giant leech in the sense that it's pulling away all the really smart people. I, I agree with you the fact that there will be, if there was no, if Google shut down tomorrow, probably for some massive Other stock fraud or something like that, yes, yeah, it would be easy to, and the people who were there would all just spread out to everything. Yep. So we would just find a better way, find another way to do what we're life, already life doing. Life would find a way. Yep. Thank you, Michael Crichton. Oh, Jurassic Park. I know this. No! Happy New Year, everyone. This is episode 238 
recorded live on Sunday, January 8th, 2012. Random topic. Come on, let's do this. We gotta get... (laughs) Okay, random topic, rolled ahead of time. Yes. What would you do if your kid was a bully? I would feel like I've kind of failed as a parent a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of sucks to begin with. Yeah. Uh, Your kid's a bully. What? I, I've got what I want to say, but you're going to say that I'm dodging the question. All right, we'll go with that first. I need to know what kind of bully. I mean, there are many kinds of bullies. All right, please elaborate. I mean, are they physically beating up people? Are they emotionally beating up people? Are they trolling people on the internet? Is it like the Big Bang episode where they're all making fun of uh, Zach? Yeah. Where, you know, all of them... For being stupid? Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of different ways to bully someone. I mean, in general, I'd have to, you know, set them down and say, like, okay, why are you doing this? I hope you realize that this is a very, you know, this is not cool. This is hurtful. This is mean. You shouldn't do this. Certainly would have felt like I had failed a little bit. I mean, in all honesty, I I fully expect to have the opposite problem. Oh, you expect your kids are going to get beat up, either emotionally or physically? Yeah. (laughs) I, I fully expect my kids will be bullied. Like the worst thing you could do is have your, your seven-year-old take karate, because then when the bully comes up, they're like, I know karate, and the bully will just make fun of them for that, and then they will pick them up and laugh at them. Did that happen to you? No. Okay. No, yeah, really close. <laughs> I was smart enough not to do that. What about you? Oh. Okay, first, as we both agreed, it'd be horrible to have our kids be a bully. Yeah. I guess it's just not cool. It's like, I hopefully will raise them better to not bully somebody. What would I do? I would just probably sit him down and have him. Yeah, it also depends on how old the kid is. True. I mean, if this is like my 16-year-old kid being a bully, gonna treat it very differently than if it's my 5-year-old kid. Hopefully have a long talk. I will send them to Grandma and Grandpa. That's what I will do. (sighs) I will say, okay... We have actions and consequences, and the consequence is you get to let grandma and grandpa deal with it. Have fun. (laughs) You are going to be cleaning their house for a week. (laughs) Did I ever tell you about the guilt a Jewish mother can put on you? (laughs) Well, you're going to find out. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh, but it's so funny. (laughs) It's funny because it's it's true. true. Hey, stereotypes are there for a reason. For a reason, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good solution right there. Send them to Grandma and Grandpa. I like that answer. Sit them down, have a talk with them, and then send them to Grandma and Grandpa for another talk. I don't think I'd be able to do that, though. That solution could work for you. For me, I'm not sure. You could send them to Grandpa. Which one? Kate's. True. You, you could probably set them straight. Right. Your parents? Kate's no, dad? Yeah. Probably, yeah. 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 Kate's dad, don't take no shit from nobody. Right. I'm one bad mother. I don't take shit from nobody. Cool runnings. Sure. If I I did the line correctly. I have no idea. It's been many, many years since I've seen cool runnings. All right. right, I'm now trying to find cool running quotes, but I think that's good. Is that a good enough answer without dodging the question for you? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Because, you know, I I know I dodge. I, I avoid the question. I find the loopholes. So I'm trying to actually answer the question. No, no, that solution found. All right, cool. Well, with that, everyone, Happy New Year. 
Enjoy. I have two hours to get this online. <laughs> this is episode 239, recorded live on Saturday, January 14th, 2012. Should we hit the random topic, which I forgot to yes. tell you about ahead of time? Yeah, I was wondering. Um, yeah, random topic rolled ahead of time. If Nintendo designed a new villain around you for an expansion pack for Super Mario Bros. 2, remember that, Super Mario Bros. 2. All right, wait, hang on. Are we talking about the actual Super Mario Bros. 2 or the released in America Super Mario Bros. 2? What's the difference? Well, the actual one is in America called Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, and it was included in the Super Nintendo one. Whereas Super Mario 2 was actually a game called Doki Doki Panic that had nothing to do with Mario, which is why there's no Bowser and why it's all fantasy and why at the very end it turns out that it was all a dream. <laughs> I knew Super Mario Bros. 2 had something weird about it, but I didn't know it was that complex. Granted, I like the music from Super Mario Bros. 2 the best out of the bunch. Right. So the question is, what would be your special attack? Okay, again, are we talking <laughs> about... Let's just say that... The, the American Super Mario Brothers 2. Yes. Okay. Because that one has the widest variety for... The one with Birdo. Yeah. And that weird guy on the flying... What would be my attack? I will stay kind of true to the game in the sense that it would have to be something the player can overcome. I would suspend you wherever you are and charge. So, like, pick you up in midair? No, no, no. So, like, you're, you're, you come to me, you start moving, and then the screen flashes, and you're stuck. Oh, and then he'll charge at you. And then he charge like, it's just a flat ground, so I would charge at you, and then you get unstuck. So, if you could time it correctly, you could freeze yourself in the air. Yes. So, I think that's fair. I think, it, you know, the first time you'd be like, what the hell? It also would, you know, I'd, I'd want to make it a little more difficult. Things like irregular charge intervals or irregular intervals of casting. But still have you give you a warning of when you're going to cast. Yeah. That would be kind of annoying, though, because it, what happens if it just drops you at the end? So you could be in the middle of the jump and it flashes and you'd be over a pit. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You lose all momentum. <laughs> you just stop. I was going to carry the momentum through, but I like yours better. <laughs> oh, it's easier just to just reset all momentum. Yeah, just flash, you're stuck there, and then you fall. Yeah. So Okay, so then there'd have to be pits in the ground. Well, of course. Well, there's always pits in the ground in Super Mario Well, I, I was thinking of a flat surface because I'd be doing this charge, but I could just charge over the pits. No, no, no. You, if you charge and you're on the edge of a pit and you're suspended, he'll charge underneath you and then fall into the pit. No, no, no. Well, then how do you kill the monster? There, there's vegetables that you throw at it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you're jumping, he'll hit a wall and deal damage to himself. Or just run himself off a cliff. Sure. But running off a cliff is like, boom, done. This is a boss fight. No, it just said a new villain, not a boss, just a villain. Well, you assume that it's a... I, I assumed it was a boss. <laughs> Well, somebody I don't think thinks of the highly minions. of himself. I don't think of the minions as villains. Do you, do you really, when you think of a villain, do you think of the minions? No. If he had said a new enemy. Yeah, a new enemy, okay, then. Okay, that so. would have been the minion. I, I'd be okay. I'm thinking of a boss. Okay. Because otherwise, I mean, that would just suck if there were like three of these things on the stage. That would try to time your jump so that you don't get caught by two of them. <laughs> Or that they run into each other. Ooh. Like, that's okay, the way so to take the, each of them out, is to have one of them charge into the other one. Yeah, God, that would be such a pain in the ass. All right, so what about you, Andy? It's been forever since I played Super Mario Bros. 2, but it's got to be something wacky, because all the dream enemies were just weird. So anyways, your... My villain. Your villain. Your boss. Yes. 
would mimic your actions. Perfectly? Mirror image. So you'd be a clone? Yes, on the opposite side. And so you'd have to somehow work out ways of like throwing blocks or vegetables or something of being able to hit them. The, the level would have to be set up in a certain way so you couldn't just like, you know, stand next to them and throw a vegetable. But if you pick up a vegetable, are they picking up a vegetable as well? They mimic your actions, so they might pick up a vegetable as well. But it, if everything is perfectly mirrored, yes, you would take damage every time you hurt them. Not if they don't pick up a vegetable at the time. So they may or may not pick up a vegetable. Yeah. If they're hovering above a vegetable and you go to, down to pick up a vegetable, they will also pick up one. But the vegetable... So the, the fight is a mirror image, but the ground and the terrain is asymmetric. Yes. So what happens when you get onto different levels? And like, I'm elevated because there was a platform and they're not. He will stay on his level. Okay. He will, he will mimic you left to right, up and down. Well, not up and down. But if you jump, he'll jump. If you move left, he'll move left. Now, right. is this the, the thing of like, ah, ha, ha, I'm psychic. Oh, wait, you have to change the controller to player two? No, okay. No. What? I mean, said Mario, not Metal Gear. Well, I'm just making sure. Cheap trick. That one was metagame is what that was. Oh. I can read your input. Ah, ha, ha. I will make there comments about all your other games on your memory card and freak you out. <laughs> There's just some things that you wish that you could redo again without finding out the ending of. That you could see that happening? Yeah. Where, like, you wish you could see that again. Like, watching The Usual Suspects again. Yeah. Because once you know the ending, you're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. It's still a really, really good movie. Very no, well directed. but just that time where I had to, like, stop <gasps> the thing and go, oh, my God, what? And the then, reveal. like, back it up. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Oh. So all it is is the reveal. Or memento. It was really funny about the thing is because Kate says that she saw it with me, but I swear I only saw it by myself. So there's a whole argument going on with Memento. I'd believe Kate. No, no, I would believe me on this one because I would have remembered watching Memento. Wait, you don't remember ever watching it? No, no, I remember what I remember when I saw it. Okay. And I remember the that was the only time that I had seen it. It's kind of amusing having memory problems with Memento. <laughs> It's one of those things where Kate says she's right, but she's not. But we need to end this because we are way over. Okay. So yeah, mirror image, but asymmetrical ground. Cool. All right, well, with that, we need to end, like, now. Goodbye. This is episode 240, recorded live on Saturday, January 21st, 2012. Random topic. Random topic? Speaking of going somewhere. <laughs> it's a Hans question. What is your favorite grade of maple syrup? Now, let me say, before um, 2007, I do believe, or 2006, whenever I actually hung out with Hans up at MSU during the summer when I had my internship up at WLNS-TV, I did not know there were more than one grade of maple syrup. Really? Yeah. I just, I looked at, I go to Myers. You, you go like, to Meyer and you're like, there's maple syrup. In yeah. fact, most of the time you go to Myers and you look and there's maple flavored syrup. Yeah. I buy the Aunt Jemima. Because I find it hilarious that you... Maple-flavored syrup. You just pour it out of the top of her head. Yeah, so that's not even actually maple syrup. No, which I didn't know about that until we were having spaghetti. And for dessert, he had me sample different, different maple syrups. Yeah, he had like a whole like tasting set of maple syrups. Oh, man. And he wanted to see what my thought was for different... It's like, oh, there's this type, or there's this type, or this grade, and this grade, and this grade. And I'm just... 
See, I I grew up on like Michigan maple syrup. Ah, so the Aunt Jemima log cabin crap. I, I can't stand it. Laura and I keep two things of maple syrup. One for her, which is like the you know maple flavored syrup, and then one for me. And the really sad thing is, mine costs twice as much as hers, but it's like a third of the volume. <laughs> So, as far as favorite grade of maple syrup, I found out I was normally between an A and a B, which is more of the extra, or sorry, the light to the medium grade. Yeah, I'm not sure where I'd have to put myself. It's been, it, the darker it is, the more molassy it yeah. is, right? Yes. So, I'd probably tend towards the, the lighter grades, the, the A's and B's, just because I'm not a fan of molasses. But yeah, that's that was what I found was we were testing those and I'm mm. yeah. But yeah, like actual maple syrup, very very different than maple flavored syrup. Yes, I don't even know what the heck is in Aunt Jemima. I'm honestly just <laughs> sugar. Yeah, give me two seconds. I'm gonna grab it out of the fridge just to see what the first go go is. go get it. Ingredients: high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Followed by regular corn syrup. Yep. Then water. Sugar, sugar, and water. Yep. That is maple syrup. There's some molasses. Oh, I'm sorry. That is maple flavored syrup. Yeah, the molasses is in there for coloring. Laura's pointing out that log cabin doesn't have uh, high fructose corn syrup, just regular corn syrup. Ah. Oh, it smells so good. But oh man, yeah. This go make yourself waffles and drop your maple flavored syrup on it. I feel like it's going to be like you, where once you have it and you have it on hand, you're not going to be able to, you know, go anywhere else and have syrup. And I want to, if the need arises, go to... Oh, you're, you're bringing this back to the bank? No, no. I'm just saying, like, if I go to Denny's, granted, yeah. normally when I go to Denny's, I get the grand slam of meat, 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 and hash browns. Which maple syrup actually still goes with? Hash browns? Yeah, well, I, and the meat, 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 meat. You've never dipped the meat in maple syrup? I have not. I should try that next time. Yeah, like the the little sausage link? Yeah. Dip that in maple syrup. All right, I'll do it. You will thank me. Okay. Laura says dip your bacon in it, and you'll thank her. (laughs) Well, I've got bacon here. Granted, I only have Mrs. Butterworth, so. That would work. Ish. No, it it would work. Okay. Andy, maple-flavored bacon. Come on. It's not new. (laughs) No, it's not new at all. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, yeah, I, no, like I said, it's, so you want to be able to, well, but I do, like, I can stand the non-maple syrup, maple syrup, it's just maple syrup is better. <sighs> Alright, I'm going to have to do it next time we go shopping. I'll break Get down. actual maple syrup? Yeah. Instead of maple flavored syrup? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're in Michigan, you have no excuse. <laughs> I should just start growing my own maple trees. Right, <laughs> you have the perfect climate. That is one of the two things I'd want to do if I ever go up to Vermont. Get actual Vermont maple syrup and go to the Vermont teddy bear store. Not Vermont cheddar cheese? I don't know, maybe. Depends on how sharp the cheddar is. Uh, I'm not a fan of sharp cheeses. Okay. They do you like cheese mouth. popcorn? Uh, maybe. Okay, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, normally, I think we actually have a tin of popcorn, like one of those three-piece tins. Yeah. Of the cheese, the caramel, and the regular popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Normally, Kate eats all the cheese popcorn. Okay. So I don't really... So Kate likes cheese popcorn. Yes. Yes, she does. Okay. Good to know. All right. All right. We're done. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. This is episode 241, recorded live on Saturday, January 28th, 2012. So, random topic. 
If you could pass a law to ban one thing, what would it be and why? Mm. Is this a magical law that bans exactly what we want and not like unintentional consequences? I don't know. Can we say it is? <laughs> Random topic is if you could pass a law to ban one thing, what would it be and why? Right. I'm, I'm saying, can we say, can we okay. assume that it's... If it bans exactly what we want, hmm. Also assuming this is above and beyond other laws that already exist. Sure. What do you think, Andy? <sighs> I know this will sound stupid. Okay. But speeding. Really? A lot of people drive fast, but they really don't need to. And it kind of annoys me when there's... A guy in a big, huge pickup truck with four-wheel drive, and he's doing 85, 90 on the highway. I'm sitting there just thinking, you're getting like gas mileage in the single digits. Mm -hmm. And how much time are you saving? Like five minutes over the course of three hours of driving. Yeah, I don't... Driving 60, you do 10 miles every 10 minutes. Driving 75 miles an hour, you do that 10 miles in 8 minutes. Yep. So every 10 miles, you're saving 2 minutes. minutes. By going 15 miles an hour faster at that point. Yes. Your tank of gas will probably get you, what, about 300, 350, Mm -hmm. we'll say... Call it, well, on on the highway, call it 400 miles. Okay. We'll say 400. This guy's got a diesel engine. So, two minutes every 10 miles. He saves an hour and a half on a tank of gas. Yeah, that's it. And that's... Now, if you... An hour and a half over a tank of gas, unless the guy is driving, you know, out to Seattle, he's not going to see that all at once. He's just going to see a minute here, two minutes there. Yep. Yep. What's, talking, more, what's worth more, though, your time or your mileage? It depends for each person. How much are they getting paid? Are they getting paid during that time? Or are they not? Well, no, you, you don't question whether you're getting paid. It's a question of what's time's value. And time will have an intrinsic value to everyone. True. You know, if you've got time, and it's not a, a static value either, because if you've got time to burn, then, yeah, you can go slower. If you've got stuff you need to get done that day, time is more valuable. True, and of the fact, like, you know, your wife is in labor and you need to get to the hospital. Yep. Time you... (laughs) Right. So, uh, in that case, perhaps you'd like to speed. Yeah. But I just think the average guy doing the average thing, going that fast on it's really... Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, I know it sounds crazy, and I know speeding already is illegal, but... Yes. Ugh. But you do want a ban on speeding. Yes. Like a ban on stupidity. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> I don't think it will. Uh, but that, that's really the best thing I can come up with, is a ban on stupidity. How would you even enforce that? Uh, hey, that wasn't part of the question. If we're assuming it bans exactly what we want, I want a ban on stupidity. Didn't we read a, uh, oh, it was the, the movie, and there was also the book where it was the genetic testing, and there were different classes. Gattaca? Gattaca was the movie. What was the book that had, like, the alphas and the betas? Uh, Brave New World? Yes, there you go. Things that I have read and seen, but do not remember the names of. Yeah, I never actually really read Brave New World. I read parts, but I read enough that during the discussions in class, I could make a comment. Man, I used to read so much more, and then now it's just, I've read one book so far. Are you on, are you on book two yet? No, because Kate's got book two. Oh, tell her to hurry up. You tell her to or hurry up. I'm not Read it while to. she's at work. 
I just told her to hurry up, basically, because she's going to listen to this. <laughs> she might have stopped after that whole comment about the chemist, so we don't exactly uh, know for a fact. Right. Okay. Anyways, I think that's uh, that. That's time. Then. Yeah. Ban okay. Stupidity. Thank you, everyone. Oh, we'd have to ban the show, wouldn't we? Hi-o. This is episode 242, recorded live on Saturday, February 4th, 2012. Random topic. I'm not sure who sent this one in, but if you were flying to fire or torpedo down the exhaust pipe of the Death Star, would you turn off the targeting computer? Do I have the force? That's that's my question, too. It's, <laughs> if I'm hearing somebody in my head telling me to use the force... Take medication. Really? Are you thinking the force is just a hallucinogenic uh, sort of... Uh, I was just joking about okay. you hearing the force and hearing a voice in your head. Gotcha. Um, I have flown down the... the I'm trying to... Like, they're flying really fast. Yeah. There's no atmosphere to slow them down. No. And that exhaust port was, what, three meters? Something like that. It's about ten feet wide. You assume the missile is about two feet wide. That's a big missile. Grant has got to have a heavy payload. Honestly, I'm saying, if I hear Obi-Wan's voice, then I'll shut it off. If I don't, then I'm going to leave it on. Because the force is not strong in me. <laughs> I, I would have asked to see a couple demos of the, the missiles beforehand, is what I would have done. I would have been like, look, we're the Rebel Alliance. We have to have some scientists who understand how these missiles actually operate. Can we fire a couple dummies down a tube and see if it actually will work? You want to do a dry run of the Death Star? Right. I like, come on now. Well, maybe that the dry run was used during the targeting computers. Well, that's why I said, like, if the dry run with the targeting computers worked, then I'm just going to keep my computer on. Granted, as we know from the movies, the first one actually got in the pipe, but wasn't a direct hit. Yep. So. No, it didn't even go in the pipe. It glanced off the side. Oh, I thought it got, like, in the pipe, but then it didn't. No, it didn't go into the hexagon. Oh, okay. My, my favorite thing was reading about the guy who designed the Death Star and what the Emperor did to him after it blew up. I'm guessing nothing good. No, no, it involved clones and transferring memories and a lot of torture. I could see that. But uh, if the force is strong within me, I'll turn it on. Granted... You turn it off. All right, yeah, I turn it off, sorry. If the force is not strong with me, then I'll turn it on. And I'm thinking the force is not strong with me because I keep on trying to use the force every time I go curling. And it doesn't work, does it? doesn't it? work. You're just not picturing it properly, and you have to feel the force flowing through you. Between you, the ice, and the rock. Sometimes I think those rocks are just sitting there just to piss me off sometimes. They absolutely are. (laughs) You sit there and you're thinking, okay, I threw it enough just for a guard, and the rock goes, no. I'm going to keep on going. All the way through the house. Yep. Damn you, rock! Curling lingo. Rock, house, bonspiel, sweet. Are we all set then? If, if you said yes, I said mm, who knows. I Well, I mean, I am also kind of egotistical, and I'd like to think that I could hit it even without a targeting computer. <laughs> Come on, Davis. It's just the dead center of the trench. It's not even offset. It's like hitting Wop Rats back at home. No, it's easier. 
It's a stationary target. It's 90 feet wide. It's like 10 feet wide. But you gotta arc it right though, because you gotta arc it down the the pipe. Maybe you gotta put like some spin on it. So do a barrel roll. <laughs> All right, we need to stop this. All right, yeah, we're done. Bye, everyone. This is episode 243, recorded live on Saturday, February 11th, 2012. Random topic, rolled ahead of time. QWERTY versus Dvorak. Now, for those who are not computer literate, QWERTY... Or keyboard. I was going to say... Since this, this was well before computers, this was typewriters. Yes. QWERTY is your standard. If, you, if you're sitting in front of a computer... Look down. Look down, you will see a QWERTY keyboard. It's been around for the longest time. And then Dvorak... Keyboard. When did that first thought up? Let me just check Wikipedia. So while Andy's looking, while Andy's looking at that, the difference is that QWERTY keyboard was designed intentionally to slow down typists. Yes. Its goal was to cause people to have to move their hands more and not be able to reach the things they needed to reach as quickly as they needed to reach them. Because when the keyboards first came out, this was mechanical typewriters, and they would jam. Yeah, because people were typing too quickly. The machine could not keep up with the user. And so people were like, what keys do people use? Oh, well, they use these keys, and we'll put them all over the place. So it doesn't work. Dvorak was, after this was kind of resolved, people were like, wait, there's got to be, you know, we don't need to slow down anymore. How can we make this more efficient? How can we make this better? And so they took the common keys and they put them together. It's back in 1936. Still on typewriters. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the, theoretically, Dvorak is faster than QWERTY. 70% of your typing is done on the home row, which is the middle row of your keyboard, where your fingers are supposed to be resting if you're doing touch typing, compared to 32% of QWERTY. Yep. So I'm guessing is we're supposed to just figure out which one we would want. You know, I tried to learn Dvorak. Yeah, I tried to learn Dvorak, too. It's because uh, I was raised on QWERTY. It's a pain in the ass. Especially since if you go to another computer, you're on QWERTY. Yeah, there is a way of changing it to Dvorak. It's actually built into Microsoft where you could actually change your keyboard in Windows. You have to go and change the settings. Yeah. So, I mean, I've also seen comparisons that say it's not, it hasn't been a fair test, and that Dvorak is not noticeably faster than QWERTY. Well, it's a, the thing is, though, we're so used to QWERTY that it's just... Right, but even people who are used to Dvorak and have been using it for years are not really that much faster than people who just know QWERTY. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I've tried. I looked into it. I got the typing teaching program thing. Screw it. Just using QWERTY. It's easier. Everyone's got it. It's the standard. It's like the it's like the tie that um, didn't BlackBerry at one point have like a different keyboard layout for one of the BlackBerry phones where you could it was supposed to be set up so you could type just with your thumbs. Yes, and so things were laid out differently. It's like that one. It's it's a brilliant idea. It's a way that things should be done because it's faster. It's more efficient. But we don't need it. It's. It's it's kind of hilarious it's, to think that it's going to take me longer to learn Dvorak and get used to Dvorak than the amount of time I would save by switching to Dvorak. Yeah, it would be great if you know it's a paradigm shift of just all at once. Okay, we said okay, everybody stop using QWERTY, start using Dvorak. But that's not going to happen. Nope. So our brand new computers in the 21st century are based off of a keyboard that was done in it's, the 19th century. Yeah, but you know what, Andy? It's a moot point. 
How so? No one's going to be typing. You're right. Everything's going to natural language. Right. Siri is the future. Exactly. So it's it's not even worth worrying about. Granted, it I is can... what it is for now, and soon enough, it won't be that. I was gonna. Okay, so the average. I was just curious about this. So I can type at about eighty words a minute if I'm uh, if I get in a groove. Yeah. It seems the average rate of speech for men is 125 words per minute. Yep. So okay. So granted, speaking is going to be faster than typing. Yep. Mm, and don't give me an argument about oh well you know computer interpretation isn't nearly as accurate and. It always errors. I like, okay, what's the last time you made a typo? <laughs> um, if you look at our list of topics, I put double finding kickstarted. Yeah. So, not a good argument. No. So, uh, we're going to go with QWERTY, but it, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> QWERTY, but they both lose. <laughs> it's like asking Blu ray versus HD DVD. Well, we're going to go Digital with Blu- distribution. Yeah, we're going to go with Blu ray, but they're both going to lose. Right. Okay. Well, it's been another fun hour. Thank you, everyone. Oh, I forgot to do this last time. I am doing a hidden contest, audio only, just to see about people who are listening. Since it is February, I'm going to do one for March, too, which is going to be a counter to the February one. So, people who are listening, you know how at the end, there's ways of contacting us. Email, mail, M-A-I-L, at RAPodcast.net. Twitter. Twitter, at RAPodcast. Doing a contest. It's going to be a $15 Amazon gift card to you, our listeners. The only thing you have to do is contact us in one of those ways, telling us one thing or more, depends on, it, it doesn't matter, one thing, at least one thing that you like about the show. Haven't thought this out, have you, Andy? <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. Okay. So, just email. Uh, now, Andy, yeah. is this, I, I mail in and I automatically get that 15, or no, is this, I this mail is, in for an entry to the 15? Yes, you mail in an email telling us what you like, one thing or more, depends on how verbose how you, you like want to show? be. Yeah. Please, you know, at least one thing. Yes. I like nothing about the show is not an acceptable answer. That's what next month is going to be for, since it's the Ides of March. Ah. And I see what I'm doing here. It's Valentine's Day during February. What you I like. I see. What you like. Ides of March. What you don't. Yeah. I see. Ah. So. Uh, I, okay. Cool. We're going to have until the end of February. So February 29th. Leap year. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> Election year. So therefore, leap year. Every year is an election year, Andy. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so presidential election. There you go. Therefore, leap year. Yep. So you have until February 29th, and I'm only going to do this on this podcast. I'll remind you the next couple of weeks, and I'm giving you to the 29th because I know there's some people who are behind. So one thing you like about it, $15 Amazon gift card to you. Potential of. Potential. (laughs) Depends on how many people we get responded to. Yep. So. Okay. There you go. Cool. Now we can leave. Okay. Bye, everyone. This is episode 244, recorded live on Saturday, February 18th, 2012. Random topic, rolled ahead of time. Yeah. What is the most dangerous thing you have done in your life? Oh, dear. Let's see. I've electrocuted myself. a lot to choose from. (laughs) We're talking like... I mean, I've driven while reading. That's pretty damn dangerous. (laughs) I've driven on... I drove across the country with Andy and Brian when we were all sleep deprived. Yeah, that was 
Oh, man, that was bad. That was bad. Oh, Laura points out I do my winter practice. Your winter practice? Yes. So whenever, and I, I don't count this as being overly dangerous because it's generally in a relatively controlled environment. Okay. Uh, but whenever there's a huge snowfall, yes. the first big snowfall of the year, I try and find a parking lot that has no cars in it and oh, very few obstacles. Your spin-outs and Yeah, stuff. and just like I will just gun it and go and slide and I'll pull the e-brake and slide and... Yeah, just Laura make sure the parking lot's empty. Yeah, Laura thinks it's absolutely insane and terribly dangerous. It's an open parking lot. Right. You, you could do that during the summer, too, is just get some uh, lunch well, trays <laughs> from, like, McDonald's or something. And what, put them under your wheels? Yeah, put them under your non-powered wheels. <laughs> uh, that would work, I suppose. Let's see, I think that would be my back wheels, because I'm pretty sure it's a front-wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah, it's front-wheel drive. You can definitely just kick that back end around. Ooh. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm good with just doing it on ice. <laughs> I got really good at making these sharp, sharp turns, though. Because, you know, if, if it's ice, you're driving, and you start the turn, you pull the e-brake, and your back wheels just keep sliding, even though the front of the car doesn't move. Yeah. So you can make this, like, right-angle turn, and your turning radius goes down to zero. That's what people do when they're trying to do the uh, parallel parking world record stuff. Is they just, like, drive straight at it and turn into it? Yep. Parallel parking world record? What, for yeah. fastest parallel park? No, the least amount of space between the cars. Ah. Oh, jeez. I'm not... <laughs> yeah, YouTube the video. Just, yeah, just search for it on YouTube. I mean, I'm, I'm getting pretty decent at this. I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like six centimeters or something like that longer than the car. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Can't imagine how many people end up hitting the barrier. <laughs> Sometimes the guys who are really good will just put, like, classic cars on either side, and you're like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. 67 Chevy or something. Time to nap. We're talking like 1932 Duesenberg sort of oh stuff. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. No, 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 no. Don't. No. So, let's see. I've electrocuted myself, cut myself, burned myself. Yeah, done that, done that, done that. Fallen out of trees. Never climbed a tree, so I couldn't have fallen out. We're talking like falling 20 feet onto the ground. Oh, I've jumped from probably like 15 feet. Yeah, I've done lots of crazy things. Look. When we first started dating, Kay would ask me about, like, some of the cuts and scars on the back of my hands, and I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's from the time when I did that. That's from... Mm-hmm. I played broomball on a, a lake that was melting. <laughs> a frozen lake that was melting. I'd call that probably one of the more dangerous and stupid and reckless things I've ever done. Um, one of the things that I was also most fearful about, that I thought was pretty dangerous, doing reverse dives. Oh, yeah. See, that's a whole section that I'm not even thinking about. Because for those who don't know in diving... Uh, you know how you can do like a forward flip where you do a somersault forwards a reverse dive is doing a somersault backwards backwards. and I think more people kill themselves doing that than any other type of dive yeah because they hit their head on the diving board oh my god I I I know I have a small fear of heights well not really like heights but just open air on like the edge of cliff sort of afraid of heights yeah like I can still go up to the Sears Tower and go out on that silver that glass plexiglass block right because it's like whatever yeah but oh man going to U of M and trying some of their platform dives holy shit man like I'm shaking a little bit now just remembering it we're talking like the the high dives Olympic high dives yeah right I I understand yeah doing three meter dives it's still a little scary sometimes um but yeah, I think the most dangerous thing I did was that first drive cross-country. I should not have been driving. No. That was so... I think the most dangerous thing I did was being behind you when you did that. But you didn't know it was dangerous at the time. <laughs> All I knew was I had been woken up from a nap saying, Hey, Dave, you have to drive because Andy has to drive this other car. 
That's all I know. I'm like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> Rotation, plan. I know. Why? We had our plan perfectly, and everybody else didn't have it right. Goddamn. All right, so there you have it, our dangerous activities. <laughs> now I'm going to go running on <laughs> open roads. Okay. See if hopefully I don't get hit. All right, are we good? Um, before I forget, actually, yeah. contest. Go. Nobody has entered yet. Seriously? Yes. Wow. So I'm I looking if they at don't you, listen to the end. people. Anybody who listens to the end. There's nobody has entered, so you have a chance, quite a large chance. <laughs> Very large chance. This is episode 245, recorded live on Saturday, February 25th, 2012. Random topic. What is the worst nightmare that you remember? Being trapped in the closet with Andy. I mean, um... You had a dream of getting trapped in a closet with me? No, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no seven minutes in heaven. No. <laughs> no! Bad Kate. <laughs> I heard that. It took me a second to, to try and hear that through the headphones, and I'm like, wait, no. No, 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 no. No. I'm glad we just made Kate's day. Uh, my nightmare that I remember. Yes. I, I don't know if it's the worst one, but certainly kind of I get those recurring nightmares. Uh, you know, the, the thing about, like, you are at school and you're naked? Yeah. I'm not naked, but I don't know my schedule. <laughs> So your worst nightmare is you being lost? Not It's not that I'm lost because I know the school. It's I have no idea where I'm supposed to be. Like I get out of class and I'm like, okay, wait, where am I going? Or I get out of class and I'm like, I had something I was supposed to do for this class and I don't remember what it is. And then I, I have to wake up and I have to say like, no, I graduated. I have a degree. I have several degrees. I don't need to worry about that anymore. I can't believe the worst nightmare. As I said, I don't know that it's my worst nightmare, but it's the recurring nightmare. Well, you didn't ask for recurring nightmares. You just asked for your worst nightmare. I'm trying to think of my worst nightmare. I don't know my worst nightmare. It's the worst nightmare that you remember. I don't remember my worst nightmares. What's yours? Um, Well, for a week back in elementary school... Or was it middle school? Something right around that range. Um, for a week, I was dreaming that the world was getting taken over by vampires. And the only way... Andy predicted Twilight. Um, the only way to uh, get rid of these vampires was not like stabbing them through the heart with stakes, but you had to cover them with blankets. But then okay. all of the blankets were um, getting hoarded by the vampires in Antarctica. Is weakness? Why? Yeah. I don't know why Antarctica. Okay. Probably, I, I don't know. No sun through half the year? But, um, so I had to fight my way down to Antarctica and then try and get into this giant, um, vault with all the blankets. And then, um, getting into that vault, I somehow started to fall, and then there were these four circles, and that's when I woke up, and that was the last I remember of that huge saga of vampires and blankets. Okay. But, um, I think the one that really freaked me out at one point was the fact that, um, for some reason, I remember it was a dream about my sister getting married, but we were on a cruise ship, and then it started to turn into uh, the Poseidon. The ship was upside down and sinking, yep. which is odd, because I've never actually seen Poseidon or the remake. Um, but yeah, that was the one where I like I woke up, and I was like freaking out and sweating, and so I had to actually like get up. Make sure you were on solid ground. Yeah, and awake. Yep. Yep. That one, that was, I think, the last one that really freaked me out enough to actually like get myself out of bed afterwards, because yep. I wanted to make sure that was not actually going on. See, the the thing is, the bad dreams I can think of were all really cool. They were so bad like, they were good? No, like, I, I had a dream where I was getting chased by a Terminator. <laughs> 
that was a nightmare, right? I was I was sweating. I was terrified. It was all, it was so fun. <laughs> Somehow Skeletor made it into that episode too. By the way, Castle Grayskull. Is that Skeletor? Yes. Okay. I was trying to remember if that was actually the uh, opponent of He-Man or not. Yes, uh, that was. So, like, I had Skeletor in my dream and the Terminator, and it was, like, terrifying because there were these evil things trying to kill me. Of course. But it was fun. (laughs) I got to run away from the Terminator. I got to beat the shit out of Skeletor. It's not really a nightmare if you're having fun. Exactly. (laughs) This is why the best I can come up with is this whole thing about school. What a sheltered life you live. I just prefer to think I have better coping mechanisms. All right. That's all I can think of is list of the vampires and then the ship sinking. Okay. It's school. What? Seems so passe. So, oh, yeah. I was lost in school. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. Remember contest. Two more days. Contest. Three more days. Send us an email. Yes. Include what you like about the show. Or send us a tweet. One of the two. Yeah, the emails have been really touching. I haven't actually read any of the emails yet because I was going to wait for all of them and then read them all. Oh, no, you, you should really actually go read them. All They're right. kind of sweet. Well, first, um, I'm going to go hit the head. Go take your, your, yeah, and then go get your massage. Yeah. Enjoy. All right. See you next week. Yep. Bye, everyone. This is episode 247, recorded live on Saturday, March 10th, 2012. So we should finish up with our random review. Yes. Or, sorry, random topic. Random topic. Favorite musical. We could have danced all night. Dude. All right, whistling into a microphone doesn't work, Andy. Yeah, I just realized that, which is why I stopped after two notes. Yeah. Sorry, my that, bad on that that's one. My Fair Lady? Yeah. Okay. That is a really good musical. I, know. I will grant you that. My Fair Lady is pretty fantastic, uh, and I, I get the pleasure of actually teaching in that room every so often. The what room? My Fair Lady. You have a room that's set up like My Fair... It's, it's, it's not set up. It's just called My Fair Lady. Oh. Uh, it's right next to Les Mis. Is it basically um, Henry Higgins' office with a lot no, of books? No, 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 That would be really cool. But no, the, the theme doesn't follow quite that close. It's more or less just the name is the theme. Oh. Uh, as I said, it's next to Les Mis, and those two together are the musicals. Next to that is Wild Wild West. We also have the James Bond rooms, 007, so it's uh, Dr. No and Goldfinger are those two rooms. But there's nothing special about the room other than the... Uh, well, there's, there's like, in the, the musical rooms, no, there really isn't anything. In some of the other rooms, there are, like, props or things that could be loosely related to it, or there's a mural on the wall, something like that. So, like, yeah, Indiana think... Jones, there's a crate outside that says Property of Dr. Jones, and it has a whip on it. Uh, murder in the Midwest, there's a butler, mannequin of a butler, standing with a tray with a noose, a revolver, a lead pipe, and a wrench, <laughs> and a knife. Funny. Yeah. So, okay. So. Okay, so My Fair Lady for Andy. Yep. Uh, so we could, I'm just trying to think of other musicals. Oh, Music Man is pretty decent. Every time somebody says the music ran, instead, in my head, I have the monorail song. Monorail, 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 monorail. Uh, I've never actually seen Singing in the Rain or Neither West Side Story. Or Guys and Dolls. Oh, Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls was really good. Especially, well, okay, the Guys and Dolls, the movie, had Marlon Brando and Frank Sinatra in it. Yep. Which was really good. I still have to say, though, my favorite version of that was actually the version they did in high school. Cause they had I, I didn't see it, actually. Brian Marl was Big Louie. Oh, God. So it did. It went. 
normally in the movies, Big Louie's big. Big. But he was not. No, Brian Marl just is a tiny guy. So it had that classic, ironic mobster feel to it. But he still yeah. had Brian Marl's deep voice. It was like, yep. Um So okay. Guys and Dolls was pretty good. Fuck, be a lady tonight. <sighs> Sue me, what What can can you you do do me? Now, here's a question, though. How do the modern musicals for you compare to classics like Gilbert and Sullivan? Well, see, that's what I was about to bring up. But, like, well, we, we, these are all good, and I wouldn't really call them modern at this point. Well, it's still comparing it to the classic I mean, operatic yeah, musicals. Yeah. Uh, well, before I dive into Gilbert and Sullivan, I do have to say the remake of The Producers as a musical was really, really good also. <sighs> I don't know if I could, because it's Gene Wilder. I mean... Well, except it's not. It's Matthew Broderick. I know. Which... Because that's the musical version. Gene Wilder was the movie. They both play the character in very different yeah. ways. And it either way works. They are different people. Prisoners of love. Blue skies Blue skies above. above. <laughs> oh, man. Can't take us away. <laughs> now, I do have to say, I just actually watched The King and I recently. That was a decent one. That I don't remember much movie. of the music from it, though, so I'd, I'd have to knock it down just because of that. I mean, all these other ones we've been naming off, we've yeah. got song after song. Like, we just know those. King and I, I remember the plot, but I don't really remember I any of the I think the only song I can really remember from The King and I is Shall We Dance. Yeah. And even that I don't really remember. Shall We Dance? One, two, three. Uh... But when you when you compare these to things like Gilbert and Sullivan and the operettas, yeah. musicals are plays that have music. Yes. Whereas the operetta is an opera that has speaking. <laughs> That's that's how that's kind of my distinction. Okay, between well them. now I'm now okay now I'm thinking about this. There's basically the three types of musicals. You have the operatic, which is an opera with speaking parts. Yeah. You have the classic musicals, which are Guys and Dolls, which it's it's a movie or a play with musical parts. Right. And now you have kind of like the modern musical, which is like Mamma Mia, or well, granted, Avenue Q. Yeah. Uh, well, but I I put would those be the start of that. No, I I'd still put those with the same group as Guys and Dolls. Really? You put- uh, in the sense that the music is the break. True. Right? In in the operetta, and it's what I said, right? Operettas are opera with speaking yes. parts. Where the speaking the, parts are the, the break. Speaking, from- that's the break. And it's a very fine distinction, and I'm sure there's a ton of gray area. But that that's kind of how I see it. Now, as far as which one do I prefer, I don't know. I mean, I grew up on Gilbert and Sullivan. It has this nostalgia value. Uh, I am the very model of a modern major general. I have... I am the very model of a modern cartoon individual. <laughs> the Elements by Tom Lehrer. You know, it's kind of interesting. Yes. Sorry, Kate just literally sent me a text message. What would you say to mixing Sprite with pickle juice? Gross. <laughs> I hope that's not your interesting thing. No, just... Um, what would be really interesting is mixing Sprite and pickle juice. <laughs> Sorry, that it, it literally just threw me off because that's such an... Why icon. are you checking your phone? Well, I got a text message from Kate, so I got to make... I, maybe she's in trouble or something. Okay, fine. It was more of a well-being thought dinner. process. But think about it. The first move, the first movie that was a talkie was actually The Jazz Singer, which was a musical. Right. I just find that kind of funny. It's the, the first words spoken on film was a break between two songs. Yep. That's what I thought was interesting. Okay, that, that, yes. The first, I, I like, modern that. movie was a musical. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank but you, now, now I think about it, what about... 
Holiday Inn had some great stuff there. I'm thinking of like the Fred Astaire almost dancing Never musicals. Heard of it. Um, I, you know, Andy, I'm not sure I can come up with my favorite. Oh, geez, this is this is a hard, hard question. I also love how neither one of us has brought up Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that rim shot? <laughs> oh, I closed the window down. Oh, <laughs> Mary Poppins the musical. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. Sound of Music. Nah. Oklahoma. Yeah. No. Paint the Wagon. Uh, think of um, Disney animated films. Songs from Aladdin. Oh, okay, no, those are not musicals. In no way can you count those as musicals. You can't count Aladdin as musical? No. It's the same process. The music is a break, and yet still somehow... I, I do not count Aladdin as a musical. Lion King on Broadway you can count as a musical. But really, the circle of life, can you feel the love tonight? Did I not say Lion King on Broadway you can count as a musical? Yes, but all those songs were in the original Lion King movie, Hakuna Matata. Once it's in an animated movie, a musical does not make. I'm sorry, but I now that I see those, it's it was a play before it was a movie. What? 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 So, she was commenting about Sound of Music and that it was a movie. I'm saying it was a play first. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It, it movies do not count unless they were previously on Broadway or some theater. All right, then Doctor Horrible does not count as a musical. No, it does not. It is a sing along. <laughs> I don't know. I think I painted myself into a corner here. Yes, you I have. I don't know. I, the, the idea of an animated movie being considered a musical just doesn't fit with me. But it's still... Live action, I might be able to grant you. Yeah, okay. So... I, I could probably grant you Dr. Horrible, but I, I cannot grant you a, a, an animated movie as a musical. The premise behind Aladdin... If, if, if they want to put it on Broadway, if they want to do it live action, go for it. But just the way it is as I an think, animated movie, I, it's I not think, a musical. Yeah, no, I think by... And I, I feel like I'm you know, Roger Ebert of, like, video games are not art. Animated movies are not musicals. I don't care if they're singing or not. It could be an opera. If it's animated, it's a movie. It does not get to move into that gray area. Okay, according to the MPAA, Aladdin is considered an animated musical family film. I'm glad for the MPAA. I don't see it as a musical. I have to disagree with you on that one. I... Aladdin, Disney, those are musicals. I will grant you that they have music aspects. They they have parts of them that are indeed musical. All right, I'm looking at our listeners. Somebody needs to settle this because I don't think we're not going to agree on this one. So we're going to throw it out to people. Send us an email. Send us a tweet. Let us know what you think. Would Aladdin be considered a musical? I, I still need to come up with my favorite musical. Yes, yes, you do. Shit, I don't know. There, there are so many that are good. I don't know. Didn't Beauty and the Beast win something music-wise? Uh, an Oscar? Won the Oscar for Best Music and Original Score. Yeah, but Andy, <laughs> that Oscar is given every year. Are you going to claim that every movie that gets it is a musical? I don't know. The last movie they got it was the Muppet movie, so... Right. Well, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, the year before that, let's let's try that. Uh, it was the last year before that. How it's hard in here for a pimp, or was that two how, years? Ago? Andy, how many times did John Williams win that? <laughs> and how many musicals has he done? I'll just leave it at that. Beauty and the Beast had two Oscar nominations for best original song, and you're not considering it a musical. It uh, <sighs> two. 
Oscar nominations. You know what? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll grant you this. If we separate them and give them a subcategory of animated musical... <laughs> But then it's an animated musical. Therefore, it's a musical. Right. But if I can section them all off and just kind of pretend they don't exist. (laughs) Your thumb is still a finger, even though it's a thumb. Checkmate. So anyways, favorite musicals. You still haven't given me one. I know. I have several that I really enjoy. Okay, give me your give me top three. If you can't do top three, give me top five. Avenue Q, HMS Pinafore. Two. Pirates of Penzance. Three. Guys and Dolls. Four. I think that's, yeah, that probably rounds up the okay. top. I'm Music Man. Five. We'll give top five. All right, there you go. In no particular order. Gotcha. Now I think we can um, finally end this, and this is most likely going to be a 76 special. Okay. We need a musical number for that. That sounds <laughs> like... A 76 special? Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.